0: comparing Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew anymore. Anthony Richardson is unavailable. He's got an AC joint sprain, a grade three sprain, and it's going to be a while before he plays football again. So right now is not the time to talk about the difference between Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew. Right now is the time to talk about the difference between Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. We're going to do that. We'll also talk about another position group, in fact, two of them, where we compare and contrast those with the Colts and those with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars as we look ahead to Sunday's game between those two teams. Why was basketball media days in the Twin Cities? Why in Minneapolis? For the love of God, does anybody want to go there? Nobody in the media wants to go there. You want to have a media days without media Hold it in in Minneapolis. Chicago is convenient for everybody. Indianapolis is exceptionally convenient for everybody because that airport is the bomb. Indianapolis International Airport is the best airport in the country. You can move through quickly. And what do they do? They send people to the Twin Cities. I don't understand what's going on with the Big Ten. Who's making these decisions? We only have three more games. For Indiana football, before we can start thinking seriously about basketball as they start to play exhibitions. That's a really, really good thing. Yikes. This Saturday, Indiana, Michigan, by God, we're going to sit in front of the TV at noon and we're going to watch that game from Ann Arbor and we're going to say, what in the holy hell are we doing with our Saturday? Only three more of those. We got Michigan at Michigan, then Rutgers homecoming. Okay. I'm getting a little fired up for that. We can beat Rutgers. And then a trip out to Unhappy Valley to take on Penn State, which is going to be predictably awful. Okay. Yikes. Let's talk about sports. This, by the way, is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best plumber that there is. Call and say, my my plumbing is broke. I need a new toilet. He's going to come out with a new toilet. He's going to install it. It's going to be per- perfect, and it is going to flush efficiently and fully. That's the key. Got to take what's in and make it go out. That is what flushing is for. 765 8809 Aren't you glad that I explained the process of flushing to you? Of course, you are. Make sure and subscribe. We will get another jersey probably tomorrow or Thursday. We will give it away the following day. If you have subscribed to this channel and two big brains, TWO, by the way, not 200, you can't have a brain that's too big, as Dan Dockich and I demonstrate twice a week, every week. And you got to send me a DM on Twitter, X, Facebook, or Instagram in order to be eligible to win the prize. A lot of entries. So if you have entered, you don't need to enter again. All right. You can donate. That's very nice. Make sure and subscribe, like I said, to both channels. And make sure and like, because if you like, you know what? You're a Hoosier. Hoosier hospitality. That's what liking a video is all about. It's the polite thing to do. And if you donate... You get a comment, and I see the comment. It's in a nice graphic. It stands out from all the others. It grabs my attention, and we share it. All right, Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. The difference is statistically, statistics don't tell the whole story. We know that. We're not naive. We ain't naive. But we do understand that statistics do tell part of the story, So let's look at the statistics. Completion percentage. Minshew, 68.7. Trevor Lawrence, 67.2. Advantage, Minshew. Check. All right, passer rating. 95.1 for Minshew. 91.9 for Trevor Lawrence. For Minshew, check. QBR, 70.1 for Minshew. 55.3 for Trevor Lawrence. Minshew, check. That's three for three. You kidding me? The Colts are going to win in a walk this Sunday. Uh, Success rate, which means you get 40% of the yards necessary for a first down on first down, 60% on second down, and what you need on third and fourth down. The success rate for Minshew, 43.2%, 51.8% for Trevor Lawrence. My God, the Colts are going to get beat by 30. Oh, my God, the success rate. Advantage, Trevor Lawrence. Sack percentage, 5.7 Minshew, 6.7. Lawrence, check for Minshew. Interception percentage, donut for Minshew. He ain't thrown one. Then Lawrence, 1.1%. Minshew, check. Unbelievable. Thank you, David. Good morning to Kent and Julie. Good morning to you. Let's go. Uh, Yards per attempt, 6.7 for Minshew, 7.0 for Lawrence, and then completion air yards per uh, uh, completion or air yards per completion, 5.0 for Minshew, 9.4 last year. So he's capable of excelling in this category. 6.0 for Lawrence, check for Lawrence. Uh, Yards after the catch, 4.7 per completion, 4.7 for Minshew, 4.3 for Lawrence, check for Minshew, and then uh, yards rushing favor Lawrence. So really it's not that we know that Trevor Lawrence is a better starting quarterback than Gardner Minshew. We are not deranged. We haven't taken leave of our senses. We understand that Gardner Minshew is likely to be a better starting quarterback in the NFL than Gardner Minshew. But this year, through five games, Gardner Minshew compares favorably to Trevor Lawrence In many statistical categories. Now, when you look at the receivers for these two teams, right, you look at uh, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, they are pretty good. And they are utilized more often than Michael Pittman and Josh Downs. And that's just the way it is. I won't go through the numbers, but I will go through the numbers for the running backs because they favor the Colts. I don't mind shading it toward the Colts. Uh, Etienne. 95 rushes, 396 yards, 3 touchdowns, 4.2 yards per attempt. Moss, 89 for 445 and 3. That's 5 yards per attempt. Right now, Zach Moss is the third leading rusher in the NFL, and he didn't even play in the opener. So uh, what does that mean? All of these numbers, all of this comparative analysis, all of that, what's it mean? What it means is, What Dio Odangbo said in his media availability yesterday the team that hits hardest and is more aggressive is going to win. And he said that about the Titans and the Colts on Sunday, where the the Colts just out toughed the Titans. That's what wins in the NFL. You get all 11 guys who are playing tough guy football at a higher level than the 11 guys on the other side, you're going to win games. A lot of games. If you can take care of the ball, eliminate mistakes, and be the tougher team, you can't be beat. And that's what the Colts have to be on Sunday in order to win against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a more talented team. That's the way it is. But down in the trenches, the Colts have an advantage. Their offensive line is playing really good football. If you get Ryman back, not that Freeland has played badly, but if you get Ryman back And then on the defensive front, if you get payback, I think both those sides, both those lines have a chance to dominate what the Jaguars are throwing at the Colts. I think they have a chance to play really good football comparatively and win that game as a result. But they have got to not make mistakes. You have to win the turnover battle. You can't have silly penalties. Silly penalties will kill you in the wrong moment. A silly penalty, and you saw it with the Colts and the Rams. We don't need to kick sand on EJ Speed anymore. But that personal foul was crippling. And put the Rams in a position where instead of punting, they scored a touchdown. That's plus seven because of a silly mistake. You can't have plus seven silly mistakes for the opposition. You just can't. If you do that, NFL teams are way too closely matched right? Way too closely matched. You take away, and you can't do this, right? Because the the game, the threat of the game would have moved in a different direction. And maybe the Rams still win. Who knows? The game went to overtime. But if Matt Gay makes that field goal and EJ Speed doesn't hit Matt Stafford out of bounds, you can make an argument that the Colts win that game, and it's not really that close. I thought the Colts outplayed them Minus those two situations. Now that's with the Rams missing two field goals too. So we'll see what happens Sunday. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I am really looking forward to it. IU football, like I said, IU football is the price that Indiana alums and fans pay in order to get to basketball. So basketball better really be damn good. Really good because we're paying a price, a heavy price this season, and that price is going to continue to be paid this Saturday in Ann Arbor as Indiana takes on Michigan. And then in two weeks, when Indiana goes to Unhappy Valley to take on Penn State, in between is a maybe winnable game against Rutgers. Then, after that Penn State game, you've got uh, an exhibition the following day against Indy Then on the 3rd of November, you've got another exhibition, that against Marion. And then the real games start against Florida Gulf Coast the following uh, 7th of November, whatever weekday that is. BTN, Peacock Broadcasters, listen to this list. All right, Lafonso Ellis, Rayfield Davis, Bruce Weber, John Beeline, Trey Demps, uh, Sean Morris, Stephen Bardo, Robbie Hummel. You got two from Purdue. You got two from Illinois. I'm counting Weber as an Illinois guy, along with Bardo, who I love, by the way. You got Sean Morris and Trey Demps from Northwestern. You got John Beeline from Michigan. You've got Lafonso Ellis from Notre Dame. Are they coming to the Big Ten? If they come to the Big Ten, I'm in behind Lafonso, reportedly the nicest person in the history of sports media. But you've got Two from Purdue, two from Illinois, two from Northwestern, one from Michigan, one from Notre Dame, and Donut from Indiana. How's that possible? Who does better ratings on the Big Ten network than Indiana? Nobody. No school in the Big Ten has better ratings for its basketball games than Indiana. And somehow, what's Dane Fife doing? Dane Fife just sitting at home, twiddling his thumbs, saying, hey, what am I what am I chopped liver here? I'll drive up to Chicago and be a part of your Dan Dockich lives like six minutes away from my house. He can get to Chicago. What are we doing? He could at least do games at Purdue and Bloomington and Columbus and Champaign. Easy. He loves driving. Well, why is he sitting in his house? Why? I don't think he wants to do the games. But call, maybe you have. Indiana deserves some presence on the Big Ten Network. Hey, Mike DeCourcy, another three minutes from my house is where he lives. He drives up to Chicago to be a part of BTN's coverage. There are Indiana people all over the place in central Indiana. Why can't we get Indiana flavor on the Big Ten Network? What is going on? Um, Pacers eight days to the opener. And Dante Whitner, here's what he said. He works for NBC Sports Bay Area. All right. After the 49ers beat the Cowboys, they asked him about Dak Prescott. And he said, Dak Prescott sucks. Number one, that's true. Number two, that is uh, stated in a way that is going to get the attention of people in Bristol, Connecticut, and in people with people in Dallas, Texas. That makes Dante Whitner a really interesting guy in uh, not just the Bay Area, but in Bristol, where they hire people. I want to hear people who tell the truth, who don't soft-soap it, to make nice with people. I don't like making nice. I like people who tell the truth. We know that Dak Prescott sucks. We know that. And finally, there's a guy who's going to say it. Now, he said it on a local broadcast in San Francisco. But ESPN, what are you doing? Get somebody on the air who's going to tell the truth and who isn't trying to be a media star. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? I like it. I like Dante Whitner. Dak Prescott sucks. And then he came with receipts. Here's why he sucks. And he was right, 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 and right. Bob Witt, happy birthday. David Riley, happy birthday. Kathleen Keitlinger, celebrating a birthday. A.J. Allen, happy birthday. The great David Marzullo, celebrating a birthday. Teresa Huber, happy birthday. The great Sam Piseisen, celebrating a birthday. And Curtis Shirley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just pay attention to people. Let people know they exist. I held the door for a guy yesterday in a walker at Wolfie's up at Geist yesterday. He's like, thank you very much. You're a very nice young man. I said, well, you might be wrong on both counts, but thanks for saying so. You just got to pay attention to people. Understand that what you got going on right now kind of pales in comparison to the need of an individual who's trying to get through a door but has a walker. Be nice Just notice. You don't even need to be nice. That's not nice. That's just noticing something. Notice. That's all you got to do. The radio show coming up at 7.07 on WGCLradio.com. Two Big Brains show yesterday that was an hour and 18 minutes of magic. And later today, we're going to hear from both the coordinators for the Colts, Jim Bob Cooter and Gus Bradley, and we'll have a big show. It's what we do every single day. We never stop. And I love it. And thanks to Jim Ursay and the Colts for sticking me in that that, that little piece about signing Jonathan.